It's an amazing story, isn't it? Amazing. David's been on the run for, for years. He's been hiding in caves, and, and Saul's there. Saul's chasing him. And Can we have the lights on again? Is that okay? And, and Saul's right there. And David has the opportunity to kill him. And then he doesn't. He shows mercy, and he reveals himself to Saul, and Saul weeps. It's incredibly dramatic. An amazing story. So we've been thinking in this service about the theme of patience and waiting for things that are hard to wait for. And this story teaches us loads of stuff about patience. Okay? So I'd like to just uh, look at this story a bit more now, think about it a bit more, and pick out three things that we can learn from this chapter in the Bible about patience. Okay? And they're going to be on the screen. And I'd like to ask people to read them out for me. Anyone want to volunteer to read? If we could have a mic around, that'd be great. So can we have the first one up, Mike? The first thing we learn about patience from this chapter. Who would like to read that one out for me? Can anyone see that on the screen? Great. Emily? We have the mic. It's hard to be patient. Great reading. Well done. First thing we learn from this chapter, it's hard to be patient. Okay? So David, we've been learning about the story of David in the last few weeks. Um, the first week we looked at David, and remember that? We looked at it in our kids' groups and in the service. Uh, who, who anointed David and made him king? Anyone remember? prophet called Sam... Paddy? Samuel. Great. And when David was anointed king, great answer, he would have been in his teens, late teens, uh, not very old, and then he, he, he doesn't become king straight away, and by the time we get to chapter 24, in the caves, he's maybe in his mid-twenties. It, it could have been 10 years that has passed by. So he's promised to be king at an early age, and God blesses him, but it doesn't happen. And he's waiting. And not only is he waiting to become king, but he's on the run. And the person who is king wants to kill him. And we learned yesterday, uh, last week, didn't we, about how David almost, almost got killed. Um, and then he ran away, and he's been hiding in caves. Now, has anyone ever tried to uh, sleep a, a night outdoors in, in, in the wild without even a tent? Anyone ever tried that? It's not something we normally try in our culture. Yes, we've got some hands up. Is it easy or hard to do? It's pretty hard, yeah. Now, I've never tried to sleep in a cave I think that would be probably even harder. David slept rough in caves for years and years and years. Okay, so he's on the run. He's not getting what he's promised. This is really hard for him. It's hard to wait and hard to be patient. Now, I want to illustrate this point. It's hard to be patient. And to illustrate this for me, I need some volunteers. So you can have three volunteers. Okay, I saw Joe's hand. Um, who else can we have? All right, uh, Henry and Amber. So Joe, Henry, Amber, can you come to the front for me? Right, so we've got a table over here, and I'm going to give you guys a choice. Can you line up in front of the table? Henry over this far end, Amber in the middle, Joe here, Amber this side. And the choice is, you can either have one little sweet now, and go back to your seat and eat it from the comfort of your seat, or you can sit on the hard floor and wait for me to do my talk, and if you can sit quietly and wait, at the end of my talk, I'll give you a whole packet of sweets. Okay? And at any point, if you change your mind, if the floor's getting too hard for you, okay, and it's hurting your bottom and you want to sit on your chair, you can change your mind, take the one sweet and go. All right? But if you manage to wait till the end, you get a whole packet. You get a choice. So, Joe, what are you going to choose? Wait. Amber, you're going to have it now or wait? Wait. Henry, you're going to wait. Okay. Great. Have a seat on the floor then, guys. You can sit in a row there. Sit, sit around this way and face me so you can listen to what I'm saying. All right, let's see how you, how you do. Okay? 
It's a little, a little test. It's hard sometimes to be patient and wait for something that you really want, that you can't get straight away. Now, I think we all feel this in life, don't we? We all have this experience. Anyone ever been promised a present for Christmas? And it's a present that you really want to have, but Christmas is like three months away. But you want that present now. Anyone had that? It's a present that you've been, and your parents have said, we'll, we'll buy you that for Christmas. But it's only September. And it's, well, it's November now, right? So it's, it's less than two months. So maybe that, that present's getting closer. But if you want that present now, it's hard to wait, isn't it? And maybe if you've had that experience, you've been tempted to go and look in your parents' wardrobe or under your parents' bed, see if they've bought the present already, see if you can sneak it out and have a little play. Anyone been tempted to do that? Okay, yeah, I, th- I have as well. I have as well, I'll confess. Maybe you had that. It's hard to be patient. Okay, now Christians are people who believe in Jesus, and we believe that everything Jesus says is true. And Jesus has made a whole load of promises to Christians, but a lot of those promises aren't things we get straight away. They're things that we get in the future. And it's hard to be patient. It's hard to trust Jesus and believe that what he said will happen. So I'll give you a few examples. One promise that Jesus gives, okay, Jesus says, I will build my church. Jesus says, my church is going to grow. But what we often see in the world around us is people who don't care about Jesus, are people who are turning away from Jesus, and you might have come to know Jesus yourself and really love him, and there might be someone close to you in your life that you care about, and you just long for them to come to know Jesus as well. But it doesn't happen straight away. And it's hard to wait for Jesus to keep his promise to build his church, because we don't see it happening straight away, and we want it to. Another example, Jesus promises that people who know him will one day in the future be made pure and blameless and without sin, be made like him. No more sin. But we don't see that now, do we? And it's hard to wait sometimes, especially when someone that you care about, maybe someone that you love, is, is struggling with something and you wish that they would be able to move past that thing they're struggling with and you really desperately want them to grow, but they're just in a, in a rut and they're not changing. Um, maybe they just keep on making, make, making foolish choices and you wish they could just grow and, and get on and maybe that person is you. Maybe you struggle with something and you wish you could just deal with that sin or that problem in your life. It's hard sometimes to wait for Jesus to keep his promises. I'll give you a third one. Jesus says that one day he's going to return and put an end to all the evil in the world. Okay, but we don't see that now, do we? Right now in the world, there's all kinds of evil and injustice. One day Jesus says he will return and put everything wrong right. He'll fix all the problems in the world. He'll, he'll deal with evil and he'll deal with injustice. But right now, we don't see that. There's so much in the world that we see around us that is, is, is hard to deal with. And it's, it's not nice. And it's hard to be patient. And when it's hard for us to be patient, we're tempted to, to step in and, and be, play the role of God and take over from him. It's hard to wait, isn't it? Hard to be patient. And it was hard for David. So David felt this. Um, he had the opportunity in his life to step in and play God, to step in, because Saul was right there, wasn't he? He was right there in front of him in the cave. David had a knife in his hand. He could have killed Saul. He could have walked out the cave with Saul's head in his hand and said to Saul's men, look who's king now. He could have taken it into his own hands and did God's job for him, because God was doing doing it so slowly. He wasn't keeping his promises, but David didn't do that. David was patient. So the question is, how? And there's two answers to that question, and we're going to find them out now. So can we have the next slide on the screen? Number two. Anyone want to read this one for us? Any volunteers to read? Go on then, Chloe. We can be patient when we know God is trustworthy. Great. 
It's hard to be patient, but we can be patient when we know that God is trustworthy. And that's what happened with David. He said David knew from his past experience, from his life, that God was trustworthy. Remember last week? Remember last week David was held uh, captive in in an enemy town, and God saved him. God delivered him. And all through David's life, he saw that again and again, God delivering him, God saving him. Um, After he was delivered from that city he was in last week, he wrote a psalm, Psalm 34, and we looked at it in our our life groups last week. I'm going to put a verse from that psalm on the screen. This kind of sums up what David learned about God that helped him. David says, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the one who takes refuge in him. David learned from experience that God was good. God kept delivering him and saving him. And that was what was behind David's ability to make that decision in that moment in the cave. Because he knew God was good, because he knew he could trust God, he was able to be patient and wait. All right, so volunteers, I'm going to ask you a question. Okay, how are you doing? You okay? Waiting patiently? Good? Looking forward to your sweets? All right, so I want you to imagine something. Just imagine last week I was teaching you in Kidstop. I wasn't, just imagine I was. And just imagine I said to you at the start of the lesson, if you can behave well in this lesson, I'll give you some sweets at the end of the lesson. And just imagine you behaved really well, you're really good. And then it got to the end of the lesson, you were looking forward to your sweets, and I told you, I've changed my mind. No sweets for you today, sorry. Imagine that had happened last week. Right? If that had happened last week, and you knew that I was the kind of person who liked to change my mind about sweets, do you think you would have made the same decision just now? Or do you think you might have been th- thought to yourself, I'll just take the sweet and go, because he might change his mind? What do you think? Would you have made the same decision? I, w- I wouldn't have. No, maybe not. I don't think I would have. If that was me, and I couldn't trust me to give sweets, if that had happened last week, no, I think I would have taken the sweet and ran, okay? But when we know the person who's making the promise is trustworthy, right, that helps us to be patient, doesn't it? When we know God is trustworthy, that helps us to be patient. When it doesn't look like he's keeping his promises straight away. Okay? And God is trustworthy. God is so trustworthy. You, learn, you can read that, learn that just from reading the Bible. All the promises God makes that he keeps. Um, you can learn that if you've been a Christian for any number of years by looking back on your life. Seeing all the ways that God has been faithful, that God has been kind, and that God has been good. Just like David said in that psalm that we, that we saw on the screen. Taste and see that the Lord is good. That's what we experience when we know God. And actually, when we look at the, the New Testament and we see Jesus, we see Jesus is so good. He's so kind. And he's so faithful to the people that follow him. He's so trustworthy. So whatever... Um, promises of Jesus, we might find it hard to trust. When we see how trustworthy that God is, we can be patient. We can be patient and wait for him to fulfill what he said he'll do. Okay, that's number two. Another reason we can be patient. Can we have another reader? Anyone else want to read? Luke. Great. We can be patient when we know God is is in control. Thank you. Thanks, Luke. So we can be patient when we know God is in control. Okay, that's what was happening for David in that moment in the cave. He knew there was a bigger king than Saul on the throne. He knew that God was the king and God was on the throne. And that's how he was able to be patient, right? And not take matters into his own hands and not be king by force because he knew that God was the true king. God's the one who appoints 
governments. God's the one who, who tells people what to do. Okay, and we see that in one of, the, one of the verses in 1 Samuel 24. One of the, the things that David says to Saul, if we can have that on the screen. David says this, really interesting words. May the Lord judge between you and me, he's talking to Saul, and may the Lord pay you back because of the wrong things you have done to me, but I won't do anything to hurt you. So can you see there? David says, it's God's job to judge. It's God's job to pay you back for what you've done. It's God's job to make kings. It's not my job. And therefore, because I know God's in control, I can be patient. And I'm not going to harm you. I don't have to be God. I don't have to take matters into my own hands. And that's just the same for us, too. So, guys, you still doing okay? Yeah? I've got another question for you. It's a little bit hard. Keep going, Joe. You're nearly there. <laughs> You're nearly there. Okay, so, just imagine, okay, another little thought experiment Okay, just imagine, I, I said to you that you can have some sweets at the end of the service, but the sweets aren't on the table there. Just imagine the sweets are being held by Dave. He's gone, but he's holding the sweets in his hand. And I say to you, if you sit still, you can have some sweets if Dave lets you, but Dave's bigger and stronger than me and I can't control him. And also Dave really likes sweets and he doesn't like sharing. So if you sit still, you can have some sweets, but there's no guarantee that you'll be able to have them. Because I'm not really, I can't really, you know, can't really be sure. And actually, it's probably quite likely that Dave might like three bags of Haribo to himself. What do you think? If that was what I'd said to you, would you have made the same decision? Or would you have thought, mm, one sweet, or maybe probably no sweets? What do you think? No, you made, maybe made a different decision, all right? So when the person who makes the promise doesn't really have much control or power, it's a bit hard to be patient, isn't it? Be hard to be patient, but because you know that those sweets are mine, and I, I can give them to you, then you can you can try and wait patiently. All right, and it's the same for us. When we know God's in control of our lives, and He's the true King, then we can wait. And again, when we read the Bible, we see God God's total power and total control over everything. And when we see that, and when we see uh, again Jesus' life, and how He had complete authority, He could uh, lay down His life whenever He wanted. We know God's in control then we can be patient and wait for him to keep his promises. I, when I saw the date of this um, service, I saw it was the first Sunday after the 31st of October. I thought to myself, hmm. Now, by the way, if you don't know the word Brexit here, you don't know what that means, then I'm really pleased for you. <laughs> That's great. If you do know what Brexit means, then you'll know what I'm talking about. I was thinking this could be the first Sunday after we've gone out uh, of, of Europe. And yeah, what do I say? You know, God's in control of, of governments and things. As it happens, we haven't gone out of the EU. We're instead facing a, an election, which it causes it's a whole uh, another set of issues. But either way, these are uncertain times, aren't they, in our country? Uncertain times politically. We don't know what's going to happen. Knowing that God is in control, knowing that he's in charge, knowing that he appoints governments and he brings justice, means that we can trust him. And when it's hard to be patient and see God making everything right, and wait for him, uh, and wait for God to make everything right. When it looks as though we, we can't um, know what's going on, then knowing God is in control um, makes all the difference. We can be patient when we know this to be true. So whatever, whatever promises Jesus may have made that we don't see happening straight away, whether it's the promise to change us, whether it's the promise to change someone else in our lives that we care about, whether it's the promise to come back one day and fix all that's wrong with the world, whether it's the promise to build his church, whatever promises Jesus may have made that we find it hard to be patient, because we know he's, he's God, because we know we can trust him, 
And because we know he's in control, we can be patient and wait, just like David was patient and waited in that cave for God to give what he promised him. All right. Guys, thank you so much. You waited so well. Here you go. Here are your sweets. Let's give them a round of applause.